Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Find hidden clues and uncover a murder mystery. Solve mind-teasing mysteries of the Roaring Twenties. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love true crime, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? There's nothing I love more than getting to decorate my very own luxurious state island. The best part? You can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, I tell the story of Alexis Ware, who was 29 years old when she disappeared from Anderson, South Carolina, on January 30th, 2022. Before she disappeared, Alexis told her mom that someone had been following her, and that someone she called the devil kept calling her phone. She was afraid, and told her mom she didn't think she would live to see her 30th birthday. Two days after she had that conversation, Alexis disappeared after meeting her child's father at a gas station. No one ever saw Alexis again. One year later, she is still missing, and there are more questions than answers. What happened to Alexis? And where did she go on January 30th, 2022? This is Alexis's story. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome back to Black Girl Gone. As many of you know, we took two weeks off to rest, but we are back with brand new episodes starting this week. So thank you for coming back and joining us as we continue the work of bringing attention to stories just like the one we are covering this week. For the past year, the family of Alexis Ware has been on a nonstop search to find her. When she first went missing last year, her story began to quickly make its rounds on social media. And at first, people were genuinely concerned about what happened to this young mother. But not long after her story began to go viral, the rumors, accusations, and innuendos also began. And it became harder and harder for people to distinguish between fact and fiction. Now, 
Many of you know that I'm an advocate for using social media to bring awareness to a case, especially a missing person case. However, we all know that social media can be a double-edged sword because once people get involved and begin doing amateur investigations, it can get ugly. Sometimes they start accusing innocent people of being involved, or they deep dive into the victim's life and social media looking for any reason why it may be their fault they are a victim. For many people, it comes from a sincere desire to help the victim and their families. But for others who like the drama and want to participate in the gossip, they could care less about the victims or their families. Alexis isn't just a story on the internet. Her name and story shouldn't be clickbait. She's a mom, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. She's a woman who's been missing for a year. And no matter the circumstance or the outcome of the story, she deserves to be found. And her story deserves to be told with dignity and respect. Before Alexis Ware went missing in January 2022, it was clear that something was happening in her life. She was afraid of something. At the time, she was living in Greensville, South Carolina, where she was raising her two children, who were nine and two. Her brother Travis told NBC that Alexis was always a person who wanted to help others. He described her as supportive and kind. Quote, Everything that came with being a big sister, that was her. She always supported me and my career. Always encouraged me, Travis told NBC. According to her family, Alexis's children were her top priority. Before anything else, she was a mom first. And she was determined to be successful so that she could give them a good life. Her mother, Alberta, told Dateline's Missing in America podcast that Alexis was a go-getter, and whatever she set her mind on, she could accomplish. She was working as a hairstylist and a makeup artist, but she had also begun growing a pretty big following on social media. And so Alexis decided that she wanted to cultivate that and use her platform to grow her brand and become an influencer. We all know by now that social media influencers can make a lot of money. And so as her following grew, Alexis saw an opportunity to become really successful. And according to her family, she was well on her way. She had the looks, the personality, and the ambition that it takes to get to the next level. But she had other dreams too. Her mom told Dateline that Alexis had a business license and her goal was to open up a clothing boutique and a salon, and she wanted to open them in Atlanta. Her brother Travis lived in Atlanta, and so she had family there. Now, it would have been a big move for the mom of two young children, but Alexis was ready. She told her mom, Alberta, that she was going to go hard, and she did. Alberta said that Alexis got approved to break her lease at her apartment, and so she was preparing to make her big move to Atlanta. She had also begun collecting the things that you would need for a boutique, like clothing racks, and she had even begun purchasing merchandise. She was making plans for her future, and her mom said that 
she was looking forward to starting her new journey. But as Alexis's social media presence grew, so did the unwanted messages from men that were sliding in her DMs. Alberta told Dateline that Alexis called them creepy men. And it wasn't just the creepy men that were in her DMs. Alberta said that Alexis also worried about people she might encounter when she was doing photo shoots, which were an important part of the content that she was creating. She was concerned about being alone with men that she didn't know, and she was worried about not being able to defend herself if something ever happened to her. Now, it was a reasonable thing to be worried about. With the growing social media following, more and more people would know who she was, and people's intentions are not always positive. Social media gives people access to you in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise, and some people take that access too far. Alexis had every reason to be apprehensive, but she was still determined to follow her dreams. By all accounts, things were going well for Alexis. But as 2022 began, things started to change. During the last weekend in January, Alexis and her children stayed at her mom's house. Alberta said that on Friday, January 28th, Alexis arrived at her home with the kids and that she fed them and then Alexis went to sleep. From Alberta's description of that night, it seemed like a relatively normal, uneventful night. But the next day, Saturday, January 29th, Alexis began telling her mom things that were scaring her. Alberta said that she could tell that something was wrong with her daughter. She just wasn't herself, something she told NBC. Quote, I knew that something was going on with her. Something was freaking her out. That day, according to Alberta, someone had been calling Alexis's phone from a number that she didn't know. Alexis told her mom that she was confused by how the number was even able to get through because she had the number blocked. Alberta said that she even showed her the number in her block list. And when she asked her daughter who it was, she said Alexis told her it was the devil. Now, recently, according to Alberta, Alexis had been getting into astrology. She told Dateline that her daughter had been reading a lot about her zodiac sign and would tell her that she could see things that were going to happen in the future. Alberta said that Alexis began telling them to pay attention to certain things like the road and certain colors. But that day, Alexis was scared. She confided in her mom that someone in a black truck had been following her. It's not clear if she told her mom anything else about the truck, but Alberta said that Alexis started saying that she was afraid that she wasn't going to see her 30th birthday, which was in just a couple of months. Alberta said that Alexis was crying, and she kept telling her that she knew that she wasn't going to see her birthday. She never elaborated on why she felt that way, but Alberta was scared too. Something was wrong with Alexis, and she had no idea what. But she knew her daughter was afraid of something or someone. The next day, Sunday, Alexis got ready to leave and go back to Greensville. But 
After their conversation the night before, Alberta didn't want her to leave. She begged her to stay, and at first, Alexis said that she would, but then she changed her mind and told her mom that she was okay. Then she got dressed, did her hair and makeup, and headed home with her children. Alberta said that as much as she wanted her daughter to stay with her, she knew that she couldn't make her stay. As far as we know, Alexis left her mom's house around noon and headed straight home. Alberta said that Alexis told her that she was exhausted. And at 3 p.m., Alberta said that she called her daughter to check on her, and she spoke to her via FaceTime. And Alexis was home, in her bed. She said that she answered the FaceTime call right away, and she told her that she was taking a nap and that she would call her when she got up. Now, what happened next isn't really clear, but according to the newspaper The State, Alexis told her mom that there was a black truck outside of her apartment, and there was someone inside. And so, according to the report, Alexis called the police. It's not known if the police actually spoke to Alexis when they came to her apartment or if they just sent a car to drive by. But after the police left, Alexis got her kids and got in her car, and she left. And according to Alberta, she never spoke to Alexis again. Hours later, Alberta's phone rang. It was the father of Alexis' youngest child, T.J. Patterson. When she answered the phone, T.J. asked her if she had spoken to Alexis. But Alberta told Dateline that she told him no, and that the last time she had spoken to her, she was at home in her bed. But she was no longer at home in bed. Alberta told NBC that she immediately knew something was wrong. TJ told her that he had met up with Alexis at a 7-Eleven gas station in Anderson and that Alexis had given him the children. But now, she wasn't answering the phone. After everything that had been happening with Alexis recently, Alberta had every reason to be concerned about what TJ was telling her. She just had no idea that when Alexis left her house that Sunday, that it would be the last time that she saw her daughter. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but I always feel so much better when I achieve a goal that I set out for myself. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in a way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. I've said it before, and I truly believe that therapy can help everyone. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash girlgone today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash girlgone. In January 2022, 29-year-old Alexis Ware had gone from someone who was looking forward to the future to a terrified young woman who was afraid she wasn't going to see her 30th birthday. On January 30th, 2022, Alexis left her home and met her child's father at a gas station. After they got in their separate vehicles, Alexis disappeared. The last time Alberta said she spoke to Alexis, she was home. But when TJ, the father of Alexis' youngest child, called her on the evening of the 30th, she learned that Alexis had left her apartment and driven to Anderson to meet TJ. When Alberta spoke to him, he said that he had been trying to call Alexis's phone, but she wasn't answering. Now, according to the story that TJ told Alberta, Alexis had driven to Anderson, which is about 30 miles from where she lived in Greensville, to meet him so that she could give him the kids. He said that she had called him and told him that she was running out of gas. And so he asked her if she had enough gas to get to a gas station and he would meet her there and pay for her gas. He said that once there, she gave him the children. And then the plan was for her to follow him to his mom's house. And then she told him that she was going to go back to Alberta's house. TJ said that they got in their cars and that Alexis followed him out of the parking lot. But as they drove towards his mom's house, Alexis suddenly went around him at a high rate of speed and then turned right at a red light and drove out of sight. He said that he tried to call her, but she wasn't answering the phone. And so that's when he decided to call Alberta. Now, she said that she had no idea that Alexis had planned to come over to her home. And Alexis never called her back to tell her that she was coming. So after hanging up with TJ, Alberta called Alexis herself, but the calls were going straight to voicemail. For the next two days, Alexis's family continued to call her phone, but they were still getting her voicemail. Her mom, Alberta, said that She remembered that Alexis told her that she was planning to go to Augusta, Georgia on Monday because she had an appointment with the state lottery office. Alexis had several lottery tickets that she was planning to take there. Alberta said she wasn't sure if the tickets were winning tickets or not, but she just knew that Alexis had an appointment. But Monday came and went, and Alexis didn't show up for that appointment. And she never called her family back or answered her phone. As the hours went by, her family became more and more concerned. Alexis always answered her phone, according to them. And the fact that she had not come back to get her kids or 
to even check on them was a bad sign. And so on February 1st, 2022, Alexis's sister called the police to report her missing. No matter what was happening in her life, her family knew that she would have never left her children without an explanation. She wasn't the kind of person who just up and left. She had plans to move and open a business. She was active on social media because she was also building a career from that. But now, there was silence, and no one knew where Alexis was. Police in Anderson told NBC that once they received the missing persons report, they began to investigate where Alexis was. After speaking to her family, they learned about her meeting TJ at the 7-Eleven that is located off Highway 29 in Anderson. And so they went there to see if they could gather any surveillance footage that would give them more information about what happened to Alexis when she arrived there. Now, at around 7.30 p.m. on January 30th, cameras outside the 7-Eleven capture Alexis in her 2019 red Honda Accord. She's seen getting out of the car, and she's wearing a black jacket, gray sweatpants, black Crocs, and a black bonnet on her head. TJ, her child's father, is also captured on that surveillance footage. Now, one of the detectives on the case told Dateline that there doesn't appear to be anything out of the ordinary on the footage. However, shortly after Alexis and TJ are seen on camera, a large tractor trailer pulls up and blocks the view of the camera. And so there's no video of her putting the kids in the car or video of them leaving the parking lot. The footage showed that Alexis was in Anderson at the 7-Eleven, however, just as TJ had said. And so the police knew that at least that part of the story was true. According to the police, they spoke to TJ, who told them the same story that he told Alberta. And Alexis's stepfather, Frank, told Dateline that TJ's alibi checked out with detectives. He told them that he had gone home and then went to work the next day, which Frank said that they were able to verify. Alberta told Dateline that she didn't believe that TJ was involved, and she believed her daughter's disappearance had something to do with what she told her the last time she saw her. It couldn't have been just a coincidence that a couple of days before Alexis went missing, she was telling her family that she was afraid, that she wasn't going to see her 30th birthday, and that someone was following her. And now, she's gone. Alberta said, looking back, she believes that Alexis sped away from TJ and the children because maybe someone was following her and she wanted to separate herself from them to protect them. It was clear that in the days before Alexis disappeared, she was afraid of something. In the days after she went missing, Alexis' family did everything they could to try to locate her, but there was no sign of her anywhere. They knew that Alexis wouldn't have just left, but there was also always the hope that she had just gone somewhere to clear her head. Maybe she just needed a break. But on February 2nd, 2022, 
two days after Alexis was last seen, that possibility became less likely. 50 miles away from Anderson, in a town called McCormick, South Carolina, police received a call about an abandoned car that was sitting on the side of a dirt road. When police arrived, they found a 2019 red Honda Accord. It was Alexis's car, but there was no sign of Alexis. The person who called the police said that the car had been there for a couple of days. He said that at first, he thought it belonged to someone who may have been hunting in the area. And so I assume that that means he didn't see who dropped the car off there. But the state reports that after seeing information about a search for a red Honda, he called the police. Now, when McCormick police arrived at the location where the vehicle was found, they contacted Anderson police, who instructed them to impound the vehicle so they could obtain a search warrant. But what police found in and around Alexis's car created more questions than answers. Outside of Alexis's car, police found the black bonnet that she had been wearing on the ground. Inside, they found her cell phone, her daughter's cell phone, her purse with her identification inside. And they also found a bag of clothing that was in the trunk. But there was nothing in the car that pointed to a struggle. And there was no visible signs of blood either. However, the fact that Alexis's cell phone and ID had been left behind wasn't a good sign. And... Why was it left in McCormick on a dirt road? Her family said that she doesn't know anybody in McCormick and therefore would have no reason to travel there. Forensics searched Alexis's car for DNA evidence, and investigators tried to trace her movements after she separated from TJ. Investigators said that on February 3rd, they did a search of the area around where Alexis's car was found, but they didn't find any evidence. They did, however, receive information about Alexis's car being spotted at an apartment complex in Anderson on the night that she went missing. Police said that the car was seen a few times that night, but they told Dateline that that was all they could say. However, Alberta said that there was surveillance footage from the apartment complex that confirmed it was her daughter's car, but that you can't see who's driving. It was an hour and a half after she was last seen at the 7-Eleven. When Alberta and her family learned about the sighting at the apartment complex, they went there themselves to search and to pass out flyers. They knew nothing about the apartment complex, and Alberta said that her daughter never told her that she knew anybody who lived there. And when she spoke to people who did live there, none of them knew Alexis. There seemed to be a lot of information coming in about Alexis's disappearance in the days after she went missing. I mean, there was surveillance footage from the 7-Eleven where she was last seen, and the apartment complex where her car was seen. They also had located her car and were testing it for DNA. The initial leads looked promising, but in reality, 
they were leading police to dead ends. The police had also obtained surveillance footage of Alexis's red Honda Accord on the highway, traveling to Augusta and then back to South Carolina on the night that she was last seen. But none of that information led them to where Alexis was. It only created more and more questions. On February 8th, police conducted another search in the area where The McCormick County Sheriff organized a team to search the 222 acres around the location where the car was found. And they spent eight hours alongside a state police helicopter combing through the area. But unfortunately, that search ended without them finding any evidence. Once forensics was done processing the car, they told Alberta that they hadn't found any blood in the car and there were no other fingerprints besides Alexis's. Police conducted other searches in the area and even brought in cadaver dogs, but no evidence was ever found during their searches. In the days and weeks after Alexis disappeared, her family and friends turned to social media to look for answers and spread awareness about the fact that Alexis was missing. But... Once her story went viral, it created a whole new set of painful circumstances for her family. There were so many things being said. Some of them, like I said before, were from people who seemed genuinely concerned about helping Alexis and her family. But there were also a lot of cruel, heartless people and a lot of opportunists as well. I would never repeat the things that were said about Alexis or her family, but I'm sure that it only added to the pain and the confusion. Someone even tried to extort money from them. According to Alberta, they began receiving messages from someone claiming to have Alexis and asking for $200 for her return. She said that one of the messages said that she should just plan her daughter's funeral. So many people had opinions and theories, but none of them were helpful in the search to find Alexis. As the weeks went by, her family was more and more desperate to find her. Her 30th birthday was approaching in March, and they were afraid that her fears of not making it to see that birthday had become reality. It must have been such a devastating time for her family and her young children. In March 2022, a month after Alexis had gone missing, the FBI joined the search, but it did not comment on the investigation. For Alexis's family, it was welcome news because they had been begging for the FBI to get involved. They really hoped that it would be a turning point in the investigation. But sadly, as the weeks continued to go by, the leads they had began to go cold. Alexis's 30th birthday came and went. Her mom said that they had a seafood boil, which was Alexis's favorite, and got a birthday cake with her picture on it. But just as she had feared, Alexis wasn't there. The searches for Alexis continued over the next several weeks, some organized by law enforcement, others by local activists and her family. 
But search after search turned up nothing. In this case, police have released very little information, and so we don't know what exactly they know about what happened. But we do know that they haven't found Alexis. In July 2022, thanks to the Black and Missing Foundation, a billboard went up in Anderson asking for information about Alexis's whereabouts, and a $5,000 reward was offered for information. But as of today, no one has come forward with any information that has led to where Alexis is or what happened to her. It has now been almost a year since Alexis was last seen. She missed her birthday, she missed the holidays, and now her family is going into the new year without her. There are so many unanswered questions about what happened to Alexis. Did the person who she said was following her have something to do with her disappearance? Was she kidnapped? And if so, by who? And for what reason? She told her mom that the devil had been calling her, but was that the same person that was following her? At this point, those questions remain unanswered. But I think we can all conclude that whatever was going on in Alexis's life at the beginning of 2022 scared her, and she was afraid for her safety. Alexis is a mom, and her children, more than anything, deserve to have their mother home. And if there's someone out there who knows what happened to Alexis, you need to come forward and bring an end to this family's pain. Alexis Ware was last seen in Anderson, South Carolina, on January 30th, 2022. She's five foot five and weighs 230 pounds. She was last seen wearing a black jacket, gray sweatpants, and black Crocs. Alexis has multiple tattoos, and her dimples are pierced. She has brown eyes and black hair. If you have any information about Alexis's whereabouts or the circumstances of her disappearance, please. Contact the Anderson County Police Department. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.